Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Our great engineer, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Absolutely. Hey, and Dr. Angel, uh, we are going to hit our four-year mark in September. Pretty exciting, isn't no, it? No, it's just around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. So, my, I am Mama Mac, and my co-host, as always, is Dr. Angel Falzoni, very noted Ph.D., licensed mental health counselor, author, and all speaker of conferences and workshops and does all kinds of stuff of training around the globe, uh, the United States, not the globe, but, but maybe someday around the globe. Maybe. But you are well known in your area and your field, and we love doing this show together because it's a life coaching show, and it's all about helping our listeners, if at all possible. Absolutely. We want them to live their best yes. life. Yep. Pete's got the applause going. Or maybe that's the hundreds of people here in the studio. That it are, is. It's all the it's, hundreds of people. Hundreds and thousands and millions it, and millions right. of that's people. That's it. That's yes. it. Thank you, Pete. On Thursday night, yes. On uh, Thursday night. Pete's wonderful. We love our engineer. And so, Dr. Angel, last week we started a new series, and it is called uh, Blind Man's Bluff or Red Flag Blindness. And uh, you can explain those titles if you like. (laughs) And this is part two of that series. Yes, it is. Um, We are talking about relationships. Yes. And how we wear blinders sometimes. And we're not looking at relationships with an honest eye. Right. And things don't go so smoothly sometimes when that happens. Right. So we want you to be able to identify that quicker and learn to not... Look through those rose-colored glasses, but to see things for what they really are. And the rose-colored glasses mean looking and seeing things that maybe you uh, just want to see. Yes, of course. Like, yeah, the charmingness of someone, etc. Only the good. Only the good. There you go. Can you give us a tiny little review from last week? And right before you do that, let's tell our listeners that if you missed last week or any of our series which are a lot of them. A lot of them are right here on TantalkNetwork.com. TantalkNetwork.com. You go to the tab podcast, go down to the name of this show, Go Yard. Our Sunday show is Living the Good Life. So if you want to catch podcasts of that show, just do the same thing. TantalkNetwork.com podcast, Living the Good Life, or for this show, Go Yard. And, you know, it's really amazing with technology these days, Doctor, that we have that ability to have these shows up. Tonight it'll be on podcast right here on this network for anybody to hear around the globe. Yeah, and I know it isn't that amazing. Cool. Yeah. It really is. And there's a lot of listeners from all over yes. all over the globe. Yes, we do have a lot of listeners. And we've had a lot of questions. Last couple of weeks ago, we had two weeks in a row of questions and answer Q&A shows. And we had so many more questions we never got to. So we always invite you to send your questions in to goyard2014 at gmail.com. And we encourage you to use the email because a lot of your questions are pretty long and detailed. Goyard2014 at gmail.com. So if you want to call in. 
in to, during the show tonight, you can and ask uh, Dr. Angel a question at 727-441-3000, or you can text directly to my phone right here, 727-888-4171. Give us a little short wrap-up from last week, Doctor. I will. So we titled the show Blind Man's Bluff, and a bluff is uh, an attempt to deceive someone or yes. get them to believe things that are that aren't really true and so when we're in those relationships sometimes we ignore red flags and you know a lot of times we'll see it at the end of a relationship or when we really realize it's going bad and we can look back and find the red flags but we don't usually see them going forward but they were there and what's a red flag so red flags are those things that let us know that they're Potential danger is ahead. Something ahead is concerning, and we need to have a more watchful eye. Well, if you look at a stoplight, you got green, yellow, and red, right? We don't call these green flags. We call these exactly. red flags because it means you need to stop and think, right? You do need to stop and think, and they, these should be those reminders of, okay, now I need to have a more watchful eye. Right. You know, and a lot of times what we're doing in those new relationships is we make an excuse for that person's behavior, or we kind of just want to look at the good and ignore the bad. Sure. Or, we have, you know, we're just so in awe, or we think that we're other, no one else will love us. This is our last opportunity to... Our last opportunity. ...have that love. Or Maybe if you're 98 or something, it might be your last opportunity, but life is <laughs> life is long for most people, it you is. know, and you got plenty of opportunity. Well, and you know, some people go with that whole rush of emotions and those oh, feelings, yeah. Yeah. and, you know, and it does feel good in that fallen in love state, but... We can't let the feelings take over and let us not think and see things for as they are. Absolutely. We really need to be looking clear-eyed, correct? We do. Yes. And uh, we talked last week about that whole honeymoon phase of a relationship where everything is just glorious, right? It's all fun, and we don't see the bad or the situations. That is very true. And, you know, a honeymoon phase can last for some people longer, shorter weeks, months, but it's it's not unrealistic uh, appraisal of that relationship a lot of times when we're in that newness of a relationship we spend all of our free time with that other person right. and you know and then life settles in and we have friends that are like hello where are you we miss you right. and yeah. then you kind of want to see your family yeah. once sure. that newness sure. wears off and then you might see some problems. Don't you think that that's a common problem when people first begin to date, that there is that rush of emotion like you're talking about, but there's also that rushing into talking for 15 hours straight on the phone mm-hmm. or <laughs> I, I, that's a slight exaggeration, or, but you know what I mean. No, and talking long time. Long so time. Hundreds of texts all day long. Sure. Um, you know, jumping into the I love you. Right. Uh, I remember I was working with a client and her question, she came to me and she was like, well, when, when's too soon to say I love you? I've been dating him for two weeks and I want to, you know, tell him that. And, you know, we had to process that, but that thought of, you know, Rushing in, rushing in. Well, and we kind of touched on this last week. I mean, I mean, love that that word is kind of it's, it encompasses an awful lot, and to rush right in and say that is premature, to say the least, for the most part, unless you really have spent a lot of time with that person and true are and seeing the situation clearly. Very true, and you know, a lot of times we think of love as just a feeling word, but it's really an action. It's what okay. we do it's yeah. not just how we feel and it's easy to get caught up in that euphoric feelings in the beginning of our relationship because sure. they feel good and we like it yeah but we and it's okay to feel that way i'm not saying we don't want to you know feel that way but we don't want to not pay attention either okay we and know. so often i've heard of a lot of people through the years uh at the, the rush into commitment and, um, you know, within a week or two, we're not going to date anybody else, you know. Don't you think that's rather quick? I'm asking your professional quick, yes. opinion. Why? Well, because it takes time to get to know someone. And right. trust is a foundation to any relationship. And it takes time to build that trust. And so some, when you give too much trust too soon, there's definitely an opportunity for things to fall apart quickly. Um, I was, I have a client I was working with who started dating a guy and in three months they were engaged. Wow. Now we're at the six month mark and they are no longer engaged. They're no longer in a relationship together. Wow. And that was that going too fast, too soon. Right. Sure. 
Absolutely. And one of the things that does when people commit too soon, even with the words, I love you or uh, sex, sex, exclusive relationship, whatever it might be, when that happens so often, that means they're off the market and they're not uh, open to meeting someone else or going out. And I think it's interesting if people will just slow down and keep dating different ones because an abuser will usually react very quickly and want total domination of that person and want to commit very quickly yes. and want to take you off the market, so to yes. speak, right? Yes. And it's good for us. And, you know, it's okay to take relationships slow. It's right. okay to develop a friendship. Right. It's okay to get to know this person. But you want to still live your life while you're doing that, too. When we devote all of our time to this other person, it's unrealistic. Yeah. We need to live our lives when we're with that person. We're going to live our life, you know, when that newness wears off. So we need to start out doing that. Right. And and not, yeah, as you begin a relationship, if you talk too much and tell too much and become too vulnerable, that gives ammunition to the other person against you later on down the road. And you want to explain all that? I know what I'm trying to say, but you can explain it so much better. When we give them too much information without building that relationship and building that trust solid, not only are we giving them ammunition to use against us, like when we get in a fight or have a conflict and they can, you know, turn our deep secrets uh, against us or know our weaknesses and kind of stab us, you know, with them emotionally. Um, But, you know, they can manipulate us as well, or they can, become what we call the chameleon where they act like they like the same things we like and what's important to us is important to them but it may be that bluff it's not really so we're showing our our poker cards yes and we need to not show those cards so fast so when we say this is what i'm looking for in a relationship there are people out there in the marketplace quote unquote the dating marketplace that can suddenly be all of that that you want right short period of time for a short period of time and then the truth begins to come out and well i really didn't like the fact that you you know da 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 whatever Oh, absolutely. And that's something we really need to be guarded against. You need to be your authentic self in your relationship. You know, we talk a lot about authenticity on this show, Dr. Angel, and there's a reason for that. Because too many people are faky. Too many people are able to make themselves be what that other person wants them to be, right? And when we do that, we're not happy. Right. And we're selling ourselves out. And we're pretty much saying who I am is not good enough. Right. And that's not true. And, you know, we have expectations and we have priorities and we have things we enjoy. And then we have things that we just don't like. And it's okay. And that's okay. If you're not an outdoorsy person and don't want to go on long hikes, don't tell this prospective new boyfriend that, oh, yeah, I love to hike. Because pretty soon you're going to find yourself in a in a woods hiking. <laughs> That's very true. You know, it's funny because one of the relationships I had a long time ago, I used to, I love rollerblading. I'd go rollerblading. I met someone. It's like, oh, well, I love rollerblading, too. And then we rollerbladed, you know. We ended up getting married, and guess what? They did not like rollerblading at all. At all, really? And it was a whole lie. <laughs> wow, wow. So that can easily happen, It right? does happen. And, you right. know, life happens when we learn from our mistakes right. and our experiences. So back to your word, authentic. Um, and, and the other thing that you just said that I really want to piggyback on and, and emphasize this to our audience tonight is building trust. Yes. You can't just have trust on your first date, your second date, your 15th date. You don't know what is underneath the layers of that individual. Can you explain that? Absolutely. Um, trust is something that takes a long time to build and a moment to break. It, it is. can be shattered I like, I like in a that. moment. A long time um, to build. But it takes and a, a long moment time to, to build because you know we share information as we've earned trust. That's the safe right. place to be. When we give too much too soon, we're laying way too vulnerable, and we right. can be taken advantage of very quickly. And so there are those layers of trust. Can I trust you? You know, with my feelings. Can I trust you? Can I trust you to be around my children? I mean, so often when people have kids, they start dating. You know, someone that they're bringing them home within a couple of weeks to meet the kids, and that's 
that's a recipe for disaster. You it know, I, you is, need to yeah. have a stable relationship right. established. And so that trust factor is a layer thing and a situational thing. And it's not going to happen. There's not a concrete thing saying, oh, well, date six months and you'll have that trust. It depends on where that relationship is. And you know, I, I don't, well, thinking about authenticity and trust, here's another word that's coming to me right now, character. Yes. Okay. And character can be said, I mean, a person can say, oh, well, I am this and I am this, this and this. And, and my ex was not like that. And I am, oh, I am, you know, I am all this and a bag of chips. But character is revealed over time also. Don't yes, you is. believe that? Absolutely. I My rule of thumb for a lot of people is you need to walk all four seasons with a person to kind of really see who that person is. Are you talking about summer, winter, fall, and spring? I, I, actually, I am talking about the full four seasons. I mean, a, a year of just seeing how life happens in a year. I'm not saying that at the end of the year you're going to have this great deep layer of trust. You may, you may not. But you do need to see them walk through those seasons of life and changes and ebbs and flows and and see how they react when they've got yeah or when you upset them and you are not right where you were supposed to be at that particular time and your circumstances changed and you've let them know or you forgot to text them or whatever how do they react to things absolutely you know there's a a co-worker of mine who several years ago was in a very devastating accident she was dating this guy they'd been dating for probably about 10 months at that time. And she's like, this is the one, you know, I want to have, you know, we're going to, this is it. This is it. She was so happy. She got a devastating accident. It totally changed her life. And you know what? He was out the door Mm -hmm. gone. Yeah. And you know, had she, you know, entered in a, you know, committed relationship before that, it could have been really, you know, right hard. And so we don't know how people are going to react to things. That's why we need to slow down. Yeah, we really do. And marriage is something that is, uh, that can happen too quickly, I believe. You know, I've seen it many times and people I know that it, it's, it, it's, it's easy to fall into that, you know? It is. Because there's kind of a euphoria about marriage and. There's, well, it's a social status. Yeah. There's, um. Yes, the euphoria. And then there's that sense of, you know, having that support and that security and that people Permanence. are looking. Yeah, they're looking for that. But it's not. In our culture, if we haven't learned anything, marriage is not, you know, secure and safe. I mean, it can be just as vulnerable as a dating relationship. Oh, absolutely. Um Relationships that are higher in uh, this red flag uh, blindness, risk of blindness, uh, I would think top of the list has got to be online dating. Is that correct? And talk to me about that, doctor, because I know you've had to deal with this with some of your clients. Yeah, so online dating definitely has this risk to the blinders. First of all, they can be anything they want on the other side of a screen. Yeah. they may not even be giving you the right photo of who they are. Right. Um, and you don't know. You don't, you're not involved in their life. You don't see them in the community. You're not seeing them with their friends and with their family. They're just, they can be who they want and hide all the bad. Right. I mean, you could be talking to someone in jail and not even know you are. Right. You don't know who is on that other end. And most people misrepresent themselves. Well, absolutely. And, and on the other side of that, I've heard of several people that I've known through the years that maybe were dating in high school and then life happened. They didn't get married or whatever. They married someone else. And then eventually they met up again and they had that familiarity that years of knowing them Mm -hmm. in high school knowing who they were what family they came from and then they ended up together later on down the road i can give you several examples of that pretty common actually but don't you think that's because there was a level of trust already about who that person was they had already worked that foundation and trust and character they understood that person Mm -hmm. in a level that didn't have all the romance involved in it and then you can add the romance you can add that and you have a quality relationship when that happens you know i know online dating is common i i have relatives i have um a son that that found his his wife that way but it's also i think different when you're a young person versus when you're let's say I don't know, above more 50, more mature, okay, and and then you're looking, don't yeah. you think, because there's been their gap in time, mm-hmm. when you're looking at, and you're, say, you're 25, and you're looking, there's not a long history 
right there with that person. They haven't had a chance to mess up a lot. <laughs> but when they're 50 or 60, they have a history that you may never really know the truth about. You might not. And usually they'll have, you know, a lot of, you know, maybe kids, maybe multiple marriages. Maybe you don't know what's coming with someone sometimes right. either and what it'll impact your life. Um, another thing I see with online dating is usually there's a geographical distance between them, which is right. why it's online and not in person. Um, and they go see each other and take these weekend trips. And they're always so wonderful because you're seeing them on yeah. vacation, essentially, yeah. and not living life normally. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's a red flag. That is right there. So it's it's better to try to find somebody in your geographical area, I would guess, yes, where you can see them more frequently and also see them on in daily activities right yes because and see if they really do work at that place right over there right oh yes there's been so many people who have misrepresented who they are and then there's scams and people who are out there to try and you know get money off of people and it's it's a definitely a different world and culture we have right now oh absolutely somebody that represents themselves as a medical doctor and they're the receptionist etc Got Nan on the line. All right, Nan, you got a question? Hey, Nan. Hey, hey, ladies. I just wanted to weigh in and just make a comment briefly about the online dating. Yeah. Because I have done that. Mm-hmm. And it, um, the last situation I was in turned out to be semi-disastrous. And um, it just, you know, I like it. But, it, you know, there was a distance that between Pinellas County and Hillsborough County. And, you know, I would go over there every Saturday. We'd talk all the time on the phone. We'd text. And, you know, all of a sudden, all that romance, you know, the gushy feeling that you feel, it started fading away because I started opening my eyes and seeing the red flags that were going on all over the place. Sure. And, you know, so I kind of ended it out, like, actually over the phone because I was pressed with questions. I'd plan on doing it the next day in person. And, you know, I've made the right decision, and actually this person has now found me online again. Uh-oh. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. But, you know, this, there again is more red flags of, you know, yeah. this is not a good thing, you know? Well, you bring up a point here about stalking, because stalking is a reality in this day and age, especially when it comes to online situations don't you think doctor you want to comment on that it's so much easier because you don't have to physically you know go somewhere to stalk someone anymore i mean people are posting on social media sites and can stalk you through the computer and know your routines and where you're going and yeah it's becoming a they can intentionally run into you certain places oh yeah right and that happened to me because i'm at a, a certain place that i go to on sundays and two weeks after I broke up with this person, I look out the doors. I'm leaving, and there they are. I'm like, right. you've got to be kidding me. Well, I had a that's that I am not in love with you. I don't love you anymore. That's what I was been trying to tell you. Well, you know, this is what you're talking about actually is very common and very, very much a problem in this day and age, and, and more so than maybe 25, 30 years ago before technology. But uh, thanks, Nan, for calling in and bringing Thank that you. up because that's that really is real life, what you just talked about. I appreciate that very much. It is real life. Did you have anything else you wanted to say to her? No, it, it's, I do appreciate it as well. It is real life. And, you know, you don't have to live close to someone to stalk them anymore. No, you really don't. Um, okay, so when we, when we are in a new relationship, We are, a lot of times, we're wanting to get away from our routine, our our mundane life, our our normal everyday life. We may be bored. We may be lonely. We may be wanting to find a marriage partner, right? Mm -hmm. And so we will look wherever we can find, you know, and a lot of times, let's say prior to the internet, okay, 30, 40 years ago, where did people find each other? By doing things, doing their right. life, living life. So if they liked a hobby, they did their hobby, or they met at church, or they met at, you know, doing life. So my dad met my mother in a doctor's office. She was the nurse. He came in with a broken toe from the factory where he was working for the summer, and he had to have his foot cast, I guess, the whole thing. And she was the one, and that's where he met her, oh, right wow. there. Isn't that kind of interesting? That is cool. So, I mean... Back then, there were those kinds of events, right, that happened more than what's happening now. I mean, not that it can't be that way. Right. 
that we can't run into somebody somewhere and true you know a lot of times when i and i work with my clients that's one of the things i tell them is just live your life do yeah. what you like to do see who's around and who's enjoying it as well you know if and do it in public places so if like you want to run instead of running around the block go to a park on a running trail where other people might be there you know that's a great place to meet people who enjoy doing what you like so there's a right. commonality and then we can talk and start a right. friendship you know build the friendship before you take it to romantic level exactly so often blinders keep us from really developing healthy relationships right oh, why yes. a- a- explain that whole concept and what what keeps us from doing that well you know we just don't want to recognize what it is we're seeing we <laughs> just aren't willing to recognize it okay and we do that at, because because what why a, because we want to be with this person or we want to be with a person or there could be a lot of reasons why someone wants to to do that um, another thing I'll see people do is get into relationships very quickly after a long-term relationship broke right. up because they're afraid of being alone. Right. Right. And we have to be comfortable with ourselves. Our relationships should be out of our extra, not out of our deficit. And that's the problem with a lot of relationships, don't you think? Mm-hmm. They're trying to fill a void They're trying somewhere. to fill a hole. Right. And a relationship should be out of our extra. Wow, we've been talking so much. I didn't realize it's time for our little break right here. Don't go anywhere when you are listening to Go Yard. Stay with us. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Talk Radio Network. Love that song. All right. Thank you. Welcome back to Go Yard. And we are in part two of Blind Man's Bluff or Red Flag Blindness. And we're going to get down to the nitty gritty right now. The first part here, we were just do, walk, talking in generalities. We're going to get some real specifics going, Dr. Angel. Common red flags people often overlook. Let's talk about those because there's a lot of them. And yes. people, you might want to get a pa- piece of paper and write some of this down. Because I know I said it earlier, but you do seminars on things like this, and you have treated a lot of patients, and you have dealt with this a a lot, and I've got years of experience as a pastor and a counselor. So let's give us some of those common red flags people often overlook. All right. These are in no particular order, so I stress that. But how someone talks about their exes. Okay. Um, That's a big difference. Pay attention to the language they're using. Um, Are they blaming the ex for everything in the relationship? Are they telling you the ex is all, all my exes were crazy, psycho kind of people. Right. Um, Those are red flag statements. Oh, that's huge right there. Or when they're constantly (laughs) talking about their ex. Well, if they bring up their ex on the first date, I mean, you know, don't you think that's a red flag right there? Yes, they do. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm divorced, but you know what? And it wasn't my fault. It was, and then they go into this litany about that ex or whatever happened. Don't be talking about that on early dates, I, in my opinion, right? No, and that's that's something that happens as we build trust. Right. 
And it dep- and we need to be careful the language we're using and what someone is using to talk about their ex. So when we hear them talking about their ex a lot, that usually tells me they have unfinished business okay, with their ex. Okay, that's a good point. Um, and they're not done resolving whatever it is that they right. need to resolve. Um, if they're always telling you how bad all their exes are and how, you know, psycho or whatever you want to hear, that tells me that this person either A, is so unhealthy that they're continually attracted to crazy people, crazy people. or unhealthy people <laughs> right. or this person can't take any responsibility for their well, actions that's what i was going to bring up because yes. so often when you hear people talking about the failures of their past marriages or relationships it's usually to put themselves in a light of but i'm okay i'm sane i got it all together and i couldn't live with crazy and she was really you know, not so, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yes, they do that. And so that's something to really pay attention to. Right. Um, because anytime a relationship ends, there are two people, there are two participants right. that had yes. something to contribute yes. to this. Right. And so that blaming game, you're going to be the next one that they're blaming everything on. Right. Those are big red flags. Um, wow. A lot of times... <laughs> I hear people talk about, well, I went on the date with this person, but I can tell right away that they're just really still back in that other situation because they haven't let go. They haven't let go. That's a huge red flag if they're still bitter, if they're still angry, mm-hmm. if they're still talking about what happened to them. Oh, she screwed me out of $50,000, you know, or, or whatever. Or stole it from me. or Stole what, yes, it from I've me, heard yeah. That. I've heard so many stories of this, and this is really a big flag to watch for. Right. Yeah. Yes. So if you just pay attention, you will okay. see. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a big one. What? How they talk about how quickly they talk about mm-hmm. all this with their exes how much detail they go into isn't that a red flag yes and how often right. they're talking about that ex um because you don't want to enter you cannot have a healthy relationship when someone's still hanging on to the past right and has it unresolved or you're not going to have a healthy relationship when they can't take and own their responsibility right um so you want a healthy relationship pay attention to that exactly okay and so many relationships have major problems because of manipulation and control. Oh, yes. Don't you think? Oh, yes, they do. I mean, to the point of abusive relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also where people use certain things, maybe information they have on you because you talk too quickly too much. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And they'll use that in an argument against you. Oh, you're going to treat me just like you did, you know. Oh, yes. Right. Um, they definitely can use a lot of things to manipulate. And one of the big things that I see happening in, happening in unhealthy relationships is sex being used as a tool. In what way? Well, it can be used all kinds of ways. Um, but the bottom line, it can be used very manipulative, manipulatively. Um, like if you do X, Y, Z, we can have sex tonight. So I'm manipulating you to do whatever it is that I need you to do, and I'm going to reward you with that. Sex is not a tool. No. Um, It should never be taken or, you know, given or taken in that context. Um, It's not a bargaining chip. Right. And a lot of times you'll hear that. That's flag. Um, If they use sex as a reward or when they're angry with you or upset with your actions, they withhold sex from right, you. Right. Um, that's just all about manipulation. And the bottom line, it's control and, and power and control. Well, and in, in that same venue, if they cut off communication with you instead of talking things out in a mature way, mm-hmm. sitting down and being able to discuss a problem, instead, sometimes people just... You know, they'll go days and not contact you. Oh, yes. Because they're mad. They want to send a message that you're not going to do this. Exactly. Um, And that's manipulation. Right. And it's not okay. That's not healthy. Yeah. Uh, Another one I'll see is when a couple has a disagreement and instead of talking about what happened in the disagreement, they just don't talk and have sex and they think everything's okay. And they call that makeup sex. Yes, they do. And that's not how that should work. We should have the discussion and then you can reunite if that's where you are in your relationship. But... It can't be the fix. It's not the fix. But it is for a lot of people because I've heard that many years in counseling and I'm sure you have too. Mm-hmm. That that's how, you know, the other partner always fixes everything, right? With sex. And right. that's not 
that's not healthy. Right. Um, and having sex too soon in a relationship is not healthy. What is wrong with that? When we have sex too soon in a relationship, we haven't built a level of trust or respect. Right. Um, oftentimes, that's when we'll see sex very much misused and manipulated against the other person. Right. So that, you know, our bodies are sacred. That's, that's yes. our gift to yes. give someone right. that we trust with our bodies. Right. And so that's just showing I have respect for myself. Right. You know, we teach people how to honor and respect us by how we let them treat us. Oh, I think you need to say that again. That's a very important statement. Say that again. We teach people how to honor and respect us by how we let them treat us. Okay. So if we let them treat us abusively, if we let them yell at us, if we let them malign us and, and accuse us of things we aren't correct or if they if we allow them to yeah to get whatever whatever it is is. and so if i want you to think that i'm special then i need to believe i'm special and hold that for a special time and point in this relationship but so often people don't feel that they're special they feel insecure about who they are they or they feel like they're never going to find that right person and so oh this guy's pretty good he's all right all right let's just do it you know they do and um the problem is is you haven't built a healthy relationship and then when things aren't going well it hurts a heck of a lot more when you become that physically intimate with somebody Mm -hmm. and it's a heartbreak and and it takes you longer to heal and there's a lot of heartbreaks happening because people are just you know getting into it too fast too soon too fast too soon just go back to that point right there again and if the partner or the person you're dating is pushing things to go very quickly that's a red flag yes it is that's a big red flag yes it is if they're not willing to wait for sex if they're not willing to wait for introducing you to their kids or things like that if they want to do that in the first week or two something's wrong yeah rushing is always a red flag rushing and okay. any type of rushing um and you know watch you know I, I was talking to a patient one time who w- was dating and on her first date the guy took her to the local hooters and then back to his place he wasn't honoring or respecting her she he used know. her right and she felt used at mm-hmm. the end of it. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was a lot of processing and she keeps falling into that cycle. And it was a cycle that she had a break. Right. And a lot of us get stuck in that sometimes. Right. right. And okay, let's say somebody's online dating and they make a date and they're, you know, getting ready to go out and they go out to a nice dinner. Don't you think right then at that initial dinner or that face to face that you can kind of send signals of, I want to get to know you. I don't want to rush into anything. Can't you do that right there at the beginning? You should be giving that in the beginning. Um, but you can lo- also do the other way. Yes, you do. true. And you know what happens a lot of times with that online dating is we've been talking for two or three months or whatever it is. So we feel like we've had this dating relationship for two or three months. But really, your dating relationship doesn't really start till you meet them face to face exactly and a lot of times as soon as they meet face to face it's we're getting a hotel room together and it becomes sexual right there on that spot instead of letting that natural trust and relationship build and grow right healthy so and that is one of the dangers back to the online dating thing because so many people tell so much in texts and in emails to the point that or on the phone that they feel like they know each other and they haven't even met perhaps until True. three weeks from friday when you're going to be back in town you know what i mean exactly and you know you're basing the information that you're getting from someone on what they're telling you which could be nothing like who they really are right exactly and so take it slow i mean if you don't hear anything else from this show take it slow healthy goes slow yeah absolutely and and i think one of the other red flags that i want to talk about tonight is when you see something that in a discussion or something happens there was a misunderstanding about where you were to meet or whatever it could be or you can't go out that night and he or she wants you to whatever the case may be and and the other person gets mad oh yeah that's a red flag that's a huge red flag and they get irritated and you can feel it and then you say are you upset are you mad oh no no i understand i understand but you feel this Mm -hmm. because people we can feel that 
signal. I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know professionally what to call it. But it's that vibe or something that you give off when you're really angry, but you're trying to hide it like you're clenching your your fists under the table or something. You know what I mean? Well, it's that body language. It's body language, yeah. yeah. Your body language is more of your message than their words are your message. And we read body language we very sure well. And so when we're seeing... Somebody's the, face gets red. You right. Know? We see the body language different than the words. We're going to go with the body language because it's right. harder to fake than the words can be, too. And so that's that sensing something's wrong. Right. And, and, you know, the tone changes. And that's, yes. you know, 93% of our communication is body language and tone. Go back to that point, because I remember when we made that on a show, I don't know, a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Say that one more time, that statistic. I love it. So 93% of our communication is our body language and our tone put together. Our words only make up 7% of the message we're sending. Body language Which plus is, tone. Okay. So, Let's take this on an online relationship. So when I'm on an online relationship, the only communication I can give is 7% of my true communication. Well, you're that's missing huge. 93% and you think you're building it on something true. You're building it on 7% of the message. Wow. Because more than likely you're not getting at all at the reaction. Let's say you say something and the person is actually upset about what you said. You're not going to see that. Absolutely, you're not. You're because not because they're going to write back. Yes, I understand. You know, that's smiley wonderful. face. Yes. Smiley face. Yeah. <laughs> you're and you're you're basing this right your whole heart here on seven percent of the message, and that's where that danger of online right comes in. I like that statistic. It's very important. Um, okay, so let's go to another point. And another big red flag is they can't or won't apologize that is a huge one when someone can't huge. take responsibility for oh, their actions man i know that's a slippery slope slippery slope how common is that i i believe it's fairly common i do too um you know and when anytime there's two people in a relationship when there's a disagreement there's two people that have a part of that disagreement and you know we both should be able to recognize our part and when we can't it's not going to grow in a healthy way. You know, and, and I've known people through the years that really never did apologize about much of anything. They were always uh, right mm-hmm. in, so, their, in their own mind. So that <laughs> I'm always right when you get that kind of attitude. I mean, you need to watch out because that's kind of can be a narcissistic attitude. And depending sure. on that person, that's not going to grow into a healthy relationship. No, and so not. you need someone who can be humble enough to say, you know what, I messed up or I... I'm sorry, or apologize and genuinely mean it. Because some people do apologize, but they don't mean it. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so true, right? Yes. And, and how can you sense means, that? How can well, you, you sense know that? when someone means it? Because when they work to change the behavior. Okay. Oh, that's very good. When they work to change the behavior. That's how you know it's genuine. When I just say, I'm sorry, or will you forgive oh, me? I mean, talk is cheap, right? It's talk. It's empty. And then you go do the same thing tomorrow. Right. Because you got caught. You were sorry you got caught. That's really what you're trying to say. Not sorry you hurt the other person's feelings. But when someone's genuinely sorry, they don't want to do that. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to try really hard to do it different. Now, they may mess up still, but they're trying and you can see that. Mm -hmm. That's a genuine apology. That's a genuine apology. Um, And so many people are really good at words. In fact, eloquent at words Mm -hmm. online, right? Oh, yes. I mean, you know, okay, let's, speaking of that. Let's talk about the value of looking somebody in the eye, say across from dinner, mm-hmm. okay, when they're telling a story or whatever. Uh, I Maybe it's just because I'm older. I, I, I can spot fakey stuff pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Uh, and, and some people can and some people can't. And I don't know why some people can't, but... Do you know what I'm saying? I do. And, and eye contact is, you're right, that whole sequence of what happens in face-to-face conversation is important right. from watching body language to hearing the tones to seeing the words to seeing their expressions to looking in their eyes. Are they looking at me? Are they shifting away? Those are important things to get that message across. And then we can add the value of eye contact that sends you know chemicals to our brain that helps us to you know start building more of a trusting relationship and a connection at least. Right. And so those are important things we need to get to in a relationship. Eye contact is so, so important. important. How about the person who's sitting across from you from dinner for at, at dinner for the first or second time and all they're doing is talking about themselves. <laughs> is that a red flag? That's a huge red flag. You know, the Why? I, per- Why? I, 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 me, 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 me. Cause it, it, 
when they can only think about themselves, this is where this relation, they're selfish. And that's where your relationship's going to be about their world all the time. They're going to want their needs met and not care about your needs, your priorities, your thoughts, your feelings, your opinions. Those don't count. Mm -hmm. And so you do not want to get with the I person. Right. With an I person? I call it an I person. Well, and, and are they hard to spot? Not usually because if they just talk about themselves. <laughs> they just talk about themselves so right. much. Yeah. Um, that they don't even ask, how are you? Right. But you know what? And that you can't see that online. You, you really don't. can't because it's a, a statement and a response, generally speaking, right? It is. And so it takes face-to-face. It takes spending an evening or or many many evenings before you begin to see what somebody really is so their guard talk to me about people putting their guard up what does that mean to you putting your guard up means that i'm walking into this carefully i'm gonna take time i'm not gonna give too much too soon i'm gonna give what this relationship has earned in trust information and time Okay. So I am going to have my guard up means I'm not going straight to my deepest, deepest, darkest hurts and feelings and sharing that on the front. I'm going to share the surface stuff like what I like to eat or what my favorite color is or those parts of me where that's not dangerous information. That's my guard up. Okay. And I'm watching for your reaction. I'm watching to see, are you trustworthy? What are you going to do with that information? Oh, did you learn my favorite color was this? And then all of a sudden I had, you know, flowers in my favorite color. Or did you not care? Right. You know, did those you are never, those things. Oh, I remember you saying that was your favorite color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you share what pizza toppings you like, but then you go to the restaurant and they don't care what your desires were. You know, those are flags to watch. Sure. Or what do they do with the information I give them? I think that's huge right there. I mean, huge. What does that other person do with the information mm-hmm. I give them? Right. And we can send subtle messages of, um, you know what, I, I, I just, I'll just take whatever. I mean, you can just be however you want to treat me, and that's fine with me. You know what I mean? Oh, there we, are people that send those messages of, here I am. Right. Walk all over me if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'll yours be your doormat. You and know? that's a person who doesn't value themselves. Right. And if we can't value ourselves, no one else will ever value ourselves. Well, which goes along with this concept that is, is if we get in a, in a relationship and we're seeing all these red flags, but then we rationalize all that with, but it'll be better because I'll, I'll help that person. I'll help them see and I'll fix them. And, and being with me, they can see how to behave. What, talk to me about that. Okay, well, huge red flag, just those words. One, we have no control over another human being. We cannot change so anybody, we right? We have no what yeah. But we so many people think we they believe can. we can. If, fact, if they're just with me long enough, they will see this is the best way to behave, right? Yes. In fact, research tells us that women often get into relationships to change the other person. Absolutely. That's their purpose. I, I, I believe that. Oh, I can mold them into what I need them to be. And then men get in relationships and want everything to stay the same as it was the first, you know, week of their dating or their month of their dating. They don't want anything to change from that. Mm-hmm. And first of all, the relationship will change. It will. It always grows. It should be growing. And second of all, we have no control over someone else's behaviors. So if you're in a relationship and you're like, I can change them, that's your flag that you need to go. You can't if there's change something them. that needs to be different, I mean, because the beginning is the best. It really is. <laughs> yeah, if it's bad at the beginning and it's in the first week or better. two, it's not going to get better, right? I mean, relationships grow in a deeper way, but in the beginning, you're going to feel the feelings, and those are the best it's going to be. When that best is kind of crappy, there's you need to let it go. You need to let it go. But if what if a listener says, but the problem is if I let it go, I'm by myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's Doctor. okay to be by Doctor. yourself. It oh, really it is. is. It's okay. Okay. It it's is. A, it it absolutely is very much is. okay. It absolutely is. And it's during those times of being alone in my life that I've grown a lot. And I mean, really developed in a lot of different things in a lot of different areas, you know? Well, we need to be, that's valuing yourself. Right. And knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people out there don't even really know who they are. And then they're getting connected with these other relationships and it's not working. Well, who are you? Right. What do you really like? What What do you desire? Um, those are important things to know yeah. about ourselves. Oh, absolutely. And sometimes it takes a while to figure all that out. 
Absolutely. And we're coming down to like the end of the show, but I wanted to just kind of highlight, you know, another big red flag is the people who keep you at unhealthy different distances from your family and friends. Oh, that's, that is, that a, is huge a huge, one. I mean, that is a billboard size red flag. If they're keeping you from your family, your friends, your children, your grandchildren, anybody, great big billboard red flag. You should be able to have your, you know, friends night out or go to events with your families or have events by yourself. You know, those are things that are huge red flags when they're not giving you that freedom. Well, that's the abuser. It is an abuser. It's an abuser who isolates you. And they do it in the name of, oh, honey, we haven't had much time alone together. We really need to spend more time alone. Yes. I just want to be with you. I just love you so much that I want to be with you. No, don't let your mom and dad come over for dinner. No, not tonight, honey. I just need to spend more time with you alone. And on that same line, red flags are anybody who wants your passwords to your social media or emails or your telephone. They don't own, they don't get that. Nobody should get that. That's your stuff. And so anybody who's wanting passwords or access to your phone or they're going through your phone when you're in the shower, that's such a red flag. Like run fast, run far. Well, absolutely. That's, That's telling you there's no trust. No. No. You can't build on something without trust. Well, I'll give you mine. You know, you give me yours. And that usually is used against you. Well, it is, but it's a lack of trust is what that's about. And so that tells me we're moving too fast, too soon, and we need to back this up. Right. And start working on trust. Okay, so we thought maybe this was going to be a three-part show uh, Mm -hmm. series. It's going to be at least a four, I would say. (laughs) And if you missed part one last week, go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcast, go to Go Yard, and listen last week. You can tell people about this series. It is called Blind Man's Bluff. And uh, because so often you are being deceived, you are being bluffed. And uh, so often the red flags are, we're blind to them. We don't even see Mm -hmm. them. We don't catch them. And we are doing this series because this is an important topic that we both deal with with people uh, that we're trying to help in our daily lives. And so I need you to sum up a little bit today, Doctor, what we talked about real quick before we get out of here. We'll sum it up here in 60 seconds or less. First of all, when you're in a relationship and you're, take it slow. Look, observe, slow down, moving too fast. Pay attention. Look for when you see something that doesn't feel right. (laughs) Yes. Something you should look at. Doesn't mean that it's some, everything's going to be bad. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we need to heed our red flags in that moment. We can save ourselves so much heartache if we just heeded red flags and look at it. And if you can't find it, ask your family and friends because they're really good at seeing when something isn't looking right Mm -hmm. because they aren't in love with the person you think you're in love with. So they still have some objectivity there. They do. Um, And you want a healthy relationship, you got to be healthy. Right. And that means you have healthy boundaries. You love yourself. You value yourself. You respect yourself. And take that time to build that trust. Yeah, take time. I think rushing is a, is a really red flag here that we talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, that's just one of the, the biggest red flags if we had to sum it up. And remember, it's very important that you learn what that person's made of. Character. What is their character? And it takes time to find that out. Wow. You can go to our website, goyard2014.org. It's an O-R-G, and you're going to find a lot of our shows right there with titles, series that we've done in the last four years. Goyard2014, that's the year we began, .org, O-R-G, and tantalknetwork.com, podcast, Go Yard. And we will be right back here next Thursday night at this time, Pete. Uh, the Lord willing and the creek don't rise. That's right. And who are you anyway? This has been Dr. Angel. Oh, and I'm Mama Mac. Bringing you Go Yard. See you next week, gang. Good night. <laughs>